This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, October 30th, 2021. This week in security news, on nine occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding a range of safety and security matters, most important for this report. On Friday, Alert USA subscribers were notified of warnings issued by law enforcement agencies across the National Capital Region regarding an unspecified threat to malls, shopping centers, and other high-traffic public venues this weekend. The following audio clip is Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis discussing the threat during a press conference late Friday afternoon. This briefing is a masterclass on how to warn the public of a threat without disclosing any detail about the threat itself. Here's Chief Davis. Yesterday, we received information concerning potential public safety impacts to malls and shopping centers across the region. As you all know, we take any and all information very seriously, and as we work to corroborate it, we have increased our police presence throughout the county to include major thoroughfares, transit hubs, shopping plazas, and shopping malls. We are always in constant communication with our federal and regional partners, and this weekend, is no different. We encourage the public to be vigilant and to report any suspicious activity to our non-emergency number at 703-691-2131 or to simply call 911. Uh, Just just a few follow-up questions. Um, Can you tell whether or not this may be a foreign or domestic terror group and are you taking this threat as credible, um, you're not telling the public to avoid any of these malls or shopping center areas at this time. Well, the, the law enforcement community in the, in the national capital region, and even a little bit beyond that in the, in the DMV, uh, is, in my opinion, and I'm biased, the most collaborative law enforcement community uh, on the planet. So we're constantly sharing information, and that's just what this is. This is information. And because we receive information that has a public safety value to it, it's just our responsibility to have a greater presence, uh, to be more aware, and to ask the community to have their eyes and ears peeled uh, for suspicious activities. So um, it, it's a regional, um, it, it's it's a regional matter, and we're taking it seriously. We go into uh, every holiday weekend, whether it's Halloween or Thanksgiving or. Uh, uh, Christmas with with increased patrols. So our increased patrols are out there. Uh, we have an election coming up next Tuesday. We're, we're, we'll have increased patrols throughout the next several days, in, in an abundance of caution because that's what that's what we do as a public safety agency. Absolutely. Just final question, um, just about the threat itself. Can you say whether or not it's domestic, foreign? Um, or where do you think this, this threat is coming from? Well, it's information. Mm-hmm. Uh, the information that we have that we're simply acting on by being vigilant, uh, by, establishing, by establishing a greater presence in places where people gather, uh, whether it's a holiday weekend or just a normal weekend, uh, it's information that we're now aware of. And because we're aware of this information, and again, it's information that's regional, uh, we're taking the appropriate responsible uh, actions to ensure that the community knows that that we are, we take all information about their safety very seriously. Late Friday evening, the source of the threat was revealed to be the Islamic State. In related news, on Tuesday, Colin Call, Undersecretary of Defense for Policy, told the Senate Armed Services Committee that U.S. intelligence assesses that ISIS-K, which is the Islamic State's Afghanistan affiliate, could potentially have the ability to strike American targets in as little as six months, 
while Al-Qaeda can also increase its capabilities. Quoting Call, I think the intelligence community currently assesses that both ISIS-K and Al-Qaeda have the intent to conduct external operations, including against the United States, but neither currently has the capability to do so. We could see ISIS-K generate that capability in somewhere between 6 to 12 months. Alert USA cautions listeners that this warning is well-founded. The Afghan Ministry of Foreign Affairs, obviously under Taliban control, is once again issuing passports. Today, visa-free entry is available for Afghan passport holders in several countries in this hemisphere, including Dominica, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, and Haiti. Once in this hemisphere, getting into the U.S. would seem to be pretty simple, as evidenced by the 1.7 million illegal aliens from dozens of countries who were encountered along the U.S. border in the last fiscal year. This says nothing about the radicals already in the U.S. and Europe who have been emboldened by the Afghanistan pullout debacle. Next up, in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, Johns Hopkins University Coronavirus Resource Center reports that there have been more than 745,000 deaths in the U.S. officially attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. According to the CDC's COVID data tracker website, in the U.S. alone, more than 414 million doses of the various COVID-19 vaccines have been administered. As a regular follow-on, according to the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, as of October 20th, there have been more than 818,000 adverse events already reported following COVID-19 vaccinations. As it is estimated that only 1% of adverse events are recorded into the system, which is still voluntary, this number could be significantly higher. For accuracy, it is important to remember that reporting on the VAERS system does not automatically indicate proof that the vaccine was responsible for the adverse event. However, given the sheer number of adverse reactions being reported around the world, listeners are encouraged to do some investigation on your own before making such an important personal health decision. On this issue, blind compliance can be dangerous. You can find links to the VAERS database along with key findings in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Listeners are once again reminded that across the U.S., vaccination deadlines are coming due for police, fire, and other first responders. This is resulting in thousands of first responders nationwide who have chosen to not get vaccinated, either quitting, taking early retirement, or being placed on unpaid leave, waiting to be fired. The same is happening to doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals nationwide who, for a variety of reasons, have also chosen not to get vaccinated. The following is an audio clip of Andrew Ansborough, the president of the New York Uniformed Firefighters Association, discussing the impact of the city's upcoming vaccine deadline. Workers have been front and center in this pandemic. 20 months we've been through it, three waves we've been through it. And now we're given a nine-day deadline to make a decision on whether or not we're going to accept the vaccine. Uh, we are not anti-vaccine, we are anti-mandate. I don't think the mayor understands what's going to happen on November 1st. There is going to be a catastrophic manpower, staffing shortage, I was told not to use the word manpower, staffing shortage if 3,500 firefighters that are currently unvaccinated are told to not go to work. We've been scrap, scraping together people to show up for work for the last several months just to keep firehouses open. So this, this city is going to look very different on November 1st. To, well, the mayor is going to force firefighters to not get on the rigs. You're going to see dozens and dozens of firehouses closed. You're going to see response times climb. It is inevitable. Lives are going to be lost. That is irrefutable. In travel security news, listeners are once again reminded that a National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin is in effect, 
warning of the threat posed by domestic terrorists, individuals and groups engaged in grievance-based violence, and those inspired or motivated by foreign terrorists and other malign foreign influences. The Transportation Security Administration's mask mandate remains in effect for everyone, vaccinated or not, across all U.S. transport networks, including at airports, on commercial aircraft, buses, and rail systems through January 18th of 2022. Additionally, the CDC also still requires all air passengers entering the United States, including U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents, to present a negative COVID-19 test taken within three calendar days of departure or proof of recovery from the virus within the last 90 days. If you are planning travel abroad this holiday season, regardless of the destination, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations about your destination. We also recommend that you take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program, so if something goes bad in the country you are visiting, the U.S. Embassy actually knows that you're there. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, AlertUSA also regularly recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as assessments of the situation on the ground can and do vary. You can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, please visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an AlertUSA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, October 30th, 2021.